season's final edition of Real Man Long Do Well Long Sleep. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Got a live studio audience here today. <laughs> um, yeah, welcome back. It's the last episode, grand final preview. Never been done before um, on our channel. So, very, very excited to be here today. Mm-hmm. And um, with some special guests as well. Yep. Give it up. Another round of applause. <laughs> so, we've got Statman with us, who. Um, Hello. You guys have met before. Yes. He's a familiar voice. And um, we're also introducing a new um, character <laughs> to our stable of characters. Who um, you may remember from Anonymous Question Time that failed to be particularly anonymous on any occasion. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Most fan questions over our three years have come from uh, this character. He's a famous roamer about town. <laughs> always spotted up and down Rundle Street. So we've given him the name Roaming JL. So welcome Roaming JL to the pod, everyone. Good to be here. Cool. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's grand final week. Is, how are you feeling, Rose? It's been a bit forgettable, I think, because mm. of the buy that we agreed wasn't yeah. super. It's felt like the most drawn out um, process of all time, really. Mm. And obviously, we recorded on the Friday last week, and then the report mm. suffered a harrowing loss at Adelaide mm-hmm. Oval the final night, the following mm-hmm. night, pardon so it did feel like the final. It night. took some hype out of the grand final build up for mm, sure, and this mm. household in the least. Definitely, but we did have Brownlow last night. Huge, huge night for us in our in our household. What Adelaide's first ever Brownlow? What Adelaide's first ever Brownlow? Ollie wines, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ollie, sure. and he's here today. <laughs> and a third special guest. <laughs> uh, no, that's great. What did you think of Ollie's Ollie's win? I didn't see any of it. But like, Channel 7 yeah. was confusing. But um, I thought it was good. He admittedly was not my first choice. Marcus Bontempelli was. That's um, so obvious. Come on. It is obvious, but I like his his style more. I think he's more... Yeah, but he's the player... more threatening of a player. He's but the player that AFL wants to win. did a lot more, so... It's a bit unfortunate for Bont. All he needed to do was just keep it together for the last few rounds and... So true. Thanks, Stanman. Yeah. So true. Can I ask a roaming question? Sure. Roam ahead. This is actually directed to you. Um, I was thinking about if you had a chance as a port list manager uh-huh. to trade in the bond and you had to give up... I'm Durs- a port list manager. Yeah. Okay. You had to give up Dersma, Butters and Rosie, what would you be saying? No way. Really? They're the future. The trifecta. Interesting. Bont's done, really, as far as I'm concerned. Why he's, like he's in the prime of his career. <laughs> he's actually not 26. He's three months younger than me. He's 25 years old. Um, but no. Oh, I, and of course, speaking of 26, it's Aaron's birthday today. Well, no, and more importantly, birthday. more importantly, <laughs> Darcy Ben Jones' 26th birthday. Two of us born on the same day, 26 years ago. Isn't he 27? No, he's born on the same day as me. Uh, that's yeah. why it's. That's why uh, this whole time. That's why. Yeah. We're born in adjacent hospital rooms. And our lives. Did we look up that he was born in Victoria? I was <laughs> doing this before. <laughs> but the, the folklore that we've um, developed on our own. So hopefully you had a better year this year than DBJ had. Yeah. Well, no, I, and back to your question, uh, Romy Jail. No, I wouldn't trade in Dersma, Butters and um, Rosie because um, I think Port's actually, and Ollie said this himself, it's actually a team-based club. And over there at Western Bulldogs, they might worry more about individual accolades. But... Um, we actually think more about the team at Port Adelaide. So. Ollie Wines is a goal-kicking midfielder. I mean, he just won a Brownlow. 
We don't so, need another one. So true. So true, Statman. Um, so, uh, yeah, grand final preview. What's everyone looking forward to about the, the big game? This Just week? quickly on Ollie Wines. Has anyone seen a photo of him as a child? Because did his jaw come in in adolescence? Because it's really hard to imagine a kid with the face like he's with got. That face. Yeah, that's a really good question. And also, the, the size of his thighs. Was it, do you have big thighs as a young man? Yeah. Well, the thighs have actually, in the re- when he first started, the thighs were outlandish. I think he's grown more. Well, yeah. The top of him's grown more. They're so proportional. Yes, yeah, they're, propor- they're more proportional to his body than they used to be for sure. Yeah. And um, has he had his wisdom teeth out and did anyone notice when it happened? I think he looked nice last night. He looks like a nice, just looked like a nice boy. Yeah, I saw some pictures. Everyone looked dapper. He's just a nice, he's just a nice country lad. And you know, Bond is like the character that the AFL wants you to like, whereas Ollie's just like a guy, you know? What did you make of Basil's questioning of his um, partner? Is that him? We that didn't watch like it. looks like an alien. He's got thighs. He's got big thighs for a young man. He does, actually. Well, how old would you put that child? This is a two-year-old Ollie Wines and he's got he's two. huge thighs. He does have huge thighs. <laughs> he's probably five-year-old thighs. We can put that on the... Uh, yeah, true. We'll, we'll, we'll upload that. On too. Um, Dad, none of us watched it because we were not, we, they didn't stream right. it, so we don't know. So they, but Basil, Basil was a freak. Yeah, I mean, he thinks <laughs> Travis Burke's still captain. He, he's yeah. on one, which is why. And then all the shots of him were side on, which is obviously why. And so with about five well, rounds to go. got a big nose. Yeah. Five rounds to go, he says to Ollie Wan's partner, well, how are you feeling? How did you go in the last few weeks? And she said, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Good on her. Keep it real, sis. That's great. Um, anyway, so Statman, um, we might kick things off with your segment that you've done some serious research for, I believe. Just want to go straight into it. Well, I don't think anyone else has anything of huge no. note to say. Well, Except that it's crazy that Basil's the mayor of Perth now. Is he actually? As of mm-hmm. like last year, yeah. Who is Basil? <laughs> Basil Zemplus. I, I, I know, his, but like, who, where's he come from? What photos of, of goats and... Senior Channel 7 executives must he have to be still on TV? <laughs> Gross, Dad. I mean, roaming jail. <laughs> um, well, I just don't know. All I know of him is that, like, um, Brett Kirk thing that's like, cheers, Basil, or whatever. But what, what's his role in the AFL media landscape? I don't watch Channel He used seven. to commentate. Right. But he hasn't in the last couple of seasons. No I one see. liked him. Right. There are a lot of memes about, like, would you rather go through labour or listen to Basil commentate. Right. Well, after watching... Presumably made by women. Right. Well, (laughs) speaking of commentary, so so my segment, I was going to give each of you a separate quiz. Oh. And then then have it sort of as a bit of a competition on who gets the highest score percentage-wise because they will have a different amount of questions. Um, I can see some preparation here. This is is half an hour before the pod pod started. Statman doesn't mess around. Um, Stats aren't a joke. And you can ask any mathematician. <laughs> so, so, as I said, speaking of commentary, my first one was for you, Rose. Okay. And it was match the famous call to the commentator. Ooh. Wow. Rose would be good at that. So. Maybe. The first <laughs> Maybe. one. The first one. Boyd took the advantage and played on from inside the centre square. Boyd's kicked a goal. Boyd's kicked a goal. Fuck. BT. BT. You have to do the inflection. No, I think it's funny if you don't do the inflection. Was it that the grand final or was that it was a the grand final? Yeah, okay. Did you actually say the F word? Yeah. 
Wow. <laughs> Bit rude. Okay. <laughs> Jezelenko, you beauty. I don't know. I know the it's call, out of, but so I don't know the They're name. all multiple choice, but you got the first one straight away. Oh. It's out of Peter Landy, Lou Richards, Mike Williamson, or Ted Witten. That's ridiculous. As if always has ever heard of any it's of those. It's not Lou Richards. It's not Lou Richards. What were the other three again? Peter Landy, Mike Williamson, and Ted Witten. I think it's Williamson. Yeah, and the thumbs up from JL really <laughs> gave it away. <laughs> He's roaming. Mike Williamson, Jezelenko, you beauty. Uh, next one, the point post is broken. He split it. Whoa, ho, ho. Talk about a He-Man. What? Um, what are my options? It's out of Sandy Roberts, Drew Morfitt, Jack Dyer, or Lou Richards. Lou Richards. It is Lou Richards. Can we have some relevant <laughs> ones? There's, 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 some more, there's some easy ones. Some ones from the last That we might perhaps recognise? I think it was Lee Matthews who broke the post, wasn't That's it? That's correct. Yeah. That was a bonus mark, which... Goes to me. <laughs> uh, next one. Heard, heard, as in James Heard. Mm-hmm. The fairy tale is complete. Dwayne Russell, Tim Lane, Anthony Hudson, or Rex Hunt? That sounds like an Anthony Hudson. It's not. No, because oh. I'm imagining that's. Sorry, I'm just going to chime in here. Yep. I'm imagining that's going to have to be a grand final call, which uh, would put it in the year 2000. It's, I think it's a prelim or a semi final, I think. But in the Premiership winning year, presumably. Because if the fairy tale is uh, not complete without a premiership. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, pretty sure so who 2000. would be commentating in the year 2000? Beats me. Uh, so it's Tim, it's Tim Lane. Boo! Uh, you'll know this one. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Tim Lane. Oh, we can guess. <laughs> you'll know this one, Rose. Okay. He came up behind him like a librarian. Oh, it's Dennis Committee. That's Dennis Committee. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Rose knew, knows that because she wants to be a librarian. <laughs> so she's up across all pop culture references no, to librarians. No, was the AFL's most famous smother. Heath Shaw smothering Nick Rewalt in the Gold Square. In, in the, uh, the, the rematch, uh, yeah. I should watch the um, 2010 finals on 10 best grand finals as voted. Oh. And the draw. 2010 draw was on last night. It's pretty, pretty good. What, um, I think I've watched that once since. And... Hmm. We were very lucky to draw. Well, I think St Kilda had the momentum, didn't that, in the end? Yeah, but and there was that bounce. Yeah, the bounce. Oh, the Stephen Milne bounce, yeah. Imagine what? Stephen Milne kicked the winning goal in the grand final. Yeah. Um, yes, yes. Um, why, what, sorry, what number in the top ten was that? I think it was about number three or four. And what was number one? Number one, which was a bit surprising, was 2018. Oh, what? Oh, oh no. Did I think, <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Well, that, you know, that was a great... I was with James Dickey, who was meant to be presenting a segment um, oh, yeah. today. He could have chipped him for his views. I was actually there with <laughs> Roaming Jail Jr. <laughs> oh, did you go to the game? Mm. Ah. So as a neutral, bastards. It's good that it was a mm. Yeah. Mm. different flow. One. Yeah. Um, the next one is Leo Barry, you star. And oh. it's out of Tim Lane, uh, Stephen Quartermain... Bruce it's, McAvaney or Brian Taylor? It's not going to be Timo twice. It's going so to be I'm Bruce. I'm going to go the second one because the other three seem Steven. more recent. The other two but Leo Barry was yeah. 2004 G- 2005 GF. Yes. It could have been Bruce. I don't know who that man is. Bruce McAvaney? No, Leo Barry. He's the, took the took the game semi mark in 2005. Yep. Other oh, Sydney one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, gotcha. So you're, what's your guess, sorry? The second one. Which is... The second one you read out. <laughs> Stephen Quartermain, yes, it is, yeah. So, interesting fact, that was actually the grand final that Channel 10 had. So, ah, there's a period ah, where the rights were split. Random. And um, 
Mm. Stephen Quarterman was a Channel 10 caller. That is That's why no one's fact. heard of him. But they used to do like, was it Nine had it on Fridays and Sundays and then Channel 10 had it on Saturdays? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's so stupid. And they before the game. I used to love that with that big normal. Yeah, I, used to, I feel like I used to watch it before 10? the game. So yeah, that was like that was because that was like an Saturday afternoon. night. Yeah. And do you know game. who else was on that? Limo. Yeah. Which was so random. And Husey. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Husey. <laughs> uh Anyway, thirteen, thirteen. It's about <laughs> it's about Buddy kicking thirteen, oh. thirteen goals. <laughs> so you do uh, need Bruce, the inflection at Bruce. some point. <laughs> I think it's Bruce. No, uh, it's it's oh, it's out, really of, it's out of Bruce, Bruce James one. Brayshaw, Anthony Hudson, or Luke Darcy. Oh, it's I don't think it's Darcy. Brayshaw, JB. It's Anthony Hudson. Uh, God, we don't have a good strike rate on this one. Uh, how many uh, questions are there? Statman, we've yeah. How many? How many there's, there's ten, but you wouldn't believe it at the pace we're, the way that we're moving through these. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the narrator. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Uh, the next one is Nick Davis. Nick Davis. I don't believe it. I see it, but I don't believe it. I've heard that so many. You've watched that video so many times this year. I wake up in the middle of the night and hear Statman playing that video on his phone. It's out of Brian Taylor, Michael Christian, Bruce McAvaney, or Anthony Hudson. Bruce McAvaney. I think it's Rose's. Rose's. I wouldn't go Bruce. It is. Uh, is not Bruce. It oh, is why Anthony. Sorry. <laughs> Anthony Hutto again. I knew that, I just said it to be And I think he's a Geelong chaotic. supporter, which makes it even sweeter. <laughs> is he really? Mm. Huh. A lot of them are. Joe Whiteley's a Geelong supporter. I must say, as, a, um, as an objective stat man, Anthony Hudson, I think, is my favourite to, favorite to listen to. He's Caleb Sarong call this year. Yeah. Sarong, so right. Mm. Instantly can't iconic. can't make that stuff up. Won goal of the year last night, and I wonder if he would have won goal of the year if not for the call. Yeah. Mm. All right, we've got more questions in this quiz? Yeah, we do. Uh, okay. Heath Shaw to Reese Shaw to Unsure. It's out of Brian Taylor, Bruce McAvaney, Dennis Committee, Dwayne Russell. I actually don't know this call. Dennis. It is Dennis. Sounds like a Dennis. Uh, yeah. Felt Dennis. I think that's great. I had never heard that before. Unsure. Classic. Uh, and uh, this. That was what was good about Dennis. He was, he was such a nerd in so many ways. So it was like. He's funny though. Yeah, it was like really like. Um, like wry observations. Like it felt like your teacher was like. Mm. like yeah. Mm. Mm. And we've, mm. we've already mm. mentioned this game um, in this podcast episode, but the last one. Mm. What are you doing next week? Oh, the, the replay. Yeah. Of course. But, but who was it? Well, I don't know. What, what have we got? James Brayshaw, Matthew Richardson, Dennis Committee, or Bruce McAvaney? Bruce. I think Dennis. It is Bruce. Oh. Well done, Rose. So Thanks. you got one, two. Hmm. <laughs> Three, uh, four. This is, sorry, I know this is very inefficient. Um, took the words right out of my mouth. What's the stats on how Six. long? <laughs> Six out of ten. Sixty percent. Woo! Not bad. Rock on. Solid Thanks. pass. Right all by meaty. myself, too. <laughs> right in the meaty part of the curve. Why don't we all go around? It's grand final preview after all. Everyone give their, their prediction for first goal, Norm Smith, outcome. Yeah, sure. Rosie, you kick us off. Okay. I think Melbourne will win by four goals-ish. Oh. Um, and I think the opening goal will be Melly Fritsch. Oh, yeah. And I think the Norm Smith will be... I hope it's not a midfielder. Mm. So they always give it to the midfielder and it's like you want like 
Like bashful is the classic one. So yeah. If you want like the half backs that are really gone crazy. But give, or like an out of Yeah. Just an out of the midfield. Player. I feel like if if Bulldogs win, it it will definitely go to a midfielder. But if Melbourne win, it could be like a Stephen May wild card. Because all year it's been like Melbourne defence, Melbourne defence, Melbourne defence. So it's like they're big enough, you know, in people's minds that it could be that way. Yeah. I would. I think my, my absolute worst possible outcome would be Bailey Smith, Winston or Smith. <laughs> I just hate how much... I you can know, sympathise with that. You know, it's like you don't like sure. someone and everyone around you loves them and it just makes you lot like them more. And you dig your heels in. Yeah. To, yeah. That's how I feel about Bailey Smith. You anyway. have to counteract the current that's coming towards you. Yeah. I agree completely. Yeah. Um, so Melbourne win by four goals. That's a, that's interesting. That one. I wouldn't. I don't I'll know think I... about my Norm Smith winner while you do. Okay. The rest of yours. Um, I think I really actually do think that Bulldogs are going to win, which is a bit of a shame. Not that it's a sh- like I don't care that much if Bulldogs win, but I just think it would be way cooler if Melbourne won because it'd just be you know a bit more interesting. Um, well, it's just like get it done as well, because yeah. otherwise we're just gonna hear if they stick around. We're just gonna hear about like all oh, the drought of the fun. Yeah. like they were robbed last year. All this yeah. crap for however bloody long. Just everyone should have one in the last. And it's the narrative. Thirty years, and then we can not treat it as this big fairy tale situation. Yeah, it needs to be like close the book on the story that we've been told all year. And I hate when they do like it's been twenty thousand days. Yeah. Is that 50 years now? You know they're going to do that. It's been 17,000 minutes. <laughs> but you know they're going to do that. Yeah. But I would, I would, personally, I would love it if um, Ben Brown kicks the match opener. Of course. Ben Brown is a huge um, member of our family, so I'd love to see him succeed on the big stage. And I think actually Max Gorn could be the Norm Smith. Oh, it's a even, very, even very if, possible. Even if. Even if I think Bulldogs will win by like three, and that's gone. I would Winston love to see an opposition team yeah. Brownlow again. Last one was Barkley. I think. You mean Norm Smith? Well, I say Brownlow. Yeah. Whoops. Um. Yeah. And yeah. That was so long ago. So who's And that wasn't tip? that close of a margin either. So was that O two? He yes. was actually widely criticised for his attitude when he won it. He was very dismissive. I'd be. You'd be. But a bit, you'd, I can yeah. understand that. It was sort of. You'd say, like, I can imagine what they'd say. They'd be like, oh, you know, it's not about me, it's about the team, and I'm disappointed for the yeah. boys. You exactly. Know? Yeah. But he was sort of, you know, he got a cop fair bit of flack over that, which I thought mm. was unfair. Well, he's famously had very poor interpersonal skills <laughs> up until he went on a Buddhist retreat in Bali at the beginning of 2018. And then they thought they'd make coach. Yeah. yeah. And then did they improve? I don't yeah, they know. No, they got really bad for a while, and then he went on his Buddhist monk retreat. I don't think it was a monk retreat. He just went to like an eat, pray, love situation in Bali. And then we had our premiership year. Oh, true. As in, we were in the premiership. We obviously didn't win. Um, and then... <laughs> so you had your, your He digressed. Yeah. 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 So maybe the pain of we the loss... We had our premiership appearance. The, the pain of the loss undid all the hard work the Buddhists had yeah. done. Yeah. But there was like a Collingwood documentary. A docudrama, if you will. Oh, there was, um, I think it was called Side by Side. And it okay. was about like, and all the players were just ripping into Buckley because it was really? about their um, resurrection under his. As in leadership. ripping into former him. Yeah, right. Before he like changed his tune, and, and then he was, went like, back Brody to it. Brody was like slagging him, and I was like, "Go, Brody, go." So they're like, "Yeah, he's just such a better bloke now. We all hated him before, yeah. and then he but just like went back." But I think they also said it was like cause he was a great player, so he really struggled to like, articulate how to improve. When people didn't yeah. immediately come with like a lot of skill and yeah. understanding. If you're like a once in a 
generation talent you can't really yeah. relate to like the little guy who's like trying to get a game yeah so was, mm. he was like work harder and they'd be like how and he'd be like just work harder it's like thank you for less than nothing <laughs> Buckley um, a bitch and good riddance so true so uh who's your non-smith winner after all that I'm gonna go Bodge and Pelly after all boring. that boring because I'm predicting the demons are winning I would have liked to see him win the Brownlow. It just makes yeah, sense. Okay. It's just a neat finish for me. Yeah, I, I do feel sad that the way this year has taken us has led me to be an anti-Bont because he was, you know, he held up, he held this podcast together He's for so long. It was the haircut. He, it had to be the haircut. Yeah, then. I mean, I don't want to say it was all the hair. It's just, it's just Bulldogs have, <laughs> have appeared to be the natural enemy of Port, but now also Melbourne and the whole, they, they seem like, like I guess if you're if you're a neutral supporter, everyone's like, oh, I'd love to see Melbourne get up. So it's like Bulldogs have kind of become the natural um, anti-hero of the year, yep. and obviously Bont's the face of that. Plus, he was toe to toe with Ollie for the Brownlow, so I was going against him. So it's led me to you know really turn my back you're on Bont. But I think yeah. yeah, I think over you know over the preseason, what I'm really going to work on is reconnecting with my um, with my roots with Bont. That's my <laughs> that's my goal for preseason. Because you'd ask yourself, has Bont done anything to cause that change of heart? He's probably improved his form and done a whole lot of things right. He's been nothing but. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's just. I'm saying it's it's no fault of his own, but they've just fallen into a natural. Yeah, um, it's just because Bulldogs are such a threat this year that we're just like we don't want you to succeed. What's the What's it called? Are your not like a rival, but I don't know. They've just nemesis. That's too strong of a word. It's not rival, but it's not as strong as nemesis. Anyway, you know all know what I'm talking about. Um, But yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll. You know. I'm, for, I'm sure we'll find a way to get over it and, and become. You know. Come back together and be as happy as we once were. I don't mm. doubt that for a second. So, what's your prediction, Erin? Um, what did I say? I said Bulldogs win by like three or four points. Max Gorn to get the Norm Smith and Ben Brown for the opening goal. Okay. What's yours, Man? Mine is, and thank you for asking. Uh, <laughs> ben Brown kicks the opening you goal. You can't copy. Well, I can because that's what I was going to say. <laughs> well, uh, you should have gone first then because you have to change I now. I think Melbourne are going to win by eight points. Ooh. I want a close game. Mm. Uh, and I think Christian Petrarca wins the Brownlow. Okay, I like that. And Roaming JL, what's uh, your... Who's your not... Oh, Petrarca. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I reckon Melbourne win by about 28 points. Ooh. I reckon Cosy Pickett pick the first goal. Oh, that would be huge. And I reckon Lever might Dominate across Lever and get the Norman Smith. That was a you could put you should put money on that I reckon. Oh, I'm not doing that after I backed Hooli that year and he should have won. It. Mm. Um, what was I? Oh yeah, we were reading. We've been reading the Boys Club, which if you've been, I think I mentioned it on the pod like probably about three months ago. It's been mm-hmm. taking us that long to read it, but randomly Jake Lever's dad was like a whistleblower against Daniel Talia. What did Daniel Talia do? In like 2015, there was this thing where Michael Talia, Daniel's brother, was playing for the Bulldogs, but he got dropped from the prelim team or something. And so he passed, he told, he gave Daniel Talia, his brother, like information about what the Bulldogs were doing. Oh, the, like, secret like, I'm forward. not a part of this anymore. So yeah. Like, and so-and-so is playing center forward. And then somehow Jake oh Lever, yeah, somehow Jake Lever's dad was like blew the whistle on the fact that this had happened. Anyway, it was just like a random... These random people keep popping up in this book and it's like, how are you involved in this? It was a pretty non-eventful chapter, though, really. It was a non-eventful was chapter, like, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Italians. we move on. The Talia saga. Yeah. Okay, so uh, should we do another quiz? Let's, do another, let's do another quiz. Oh, and this one's for you, uh, Aaron. Okay. Uh, this one is um, Grand Can Finals... 
uh, it's grand finals of <laughs> grand finals of the modern era. Not okay. He still googled them. It takes effort. Um, no, I'm not doubting it took effort. I'm just um. Okay, first question. Since 2000, how many clubs have won three or more premierships? Three. It's three. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> did you think I'd get that wrong? No. But I guessed four for some reason when I did the quiz. It's not like quiz. Sydney feels close. Sydney made the only grand final, didn't they? But it's, it's just no, you, Sydney, Geelong, Sydney you think Geelong two. might be there. Hey, it is four, isn't No, Geelong it? won three, I thought. Oh, yeah. So Geelong, Brisbane, Hawthorne, 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 Brisbane, Richmond. Oh my god. No. Oh, I forgot Geelong. I was thinking Hawthorne, uh, Brisbane. You know why? Because this quiz, and I'm sorry to the listeners who oh, are so cringe. invested in this, this quiz was written in 2020, so they, Richmond wouldn't have won uh, three yet. Okay, well, when, so, when I said three, what I was thinking was Brisbane, Hawthorne, Richmond. I forgot about Geelong. Oh, when I said three, it was with the understanding. <laughs> <laughs> it was written in 2020. So. <laughs> yeah, so wrong. <laughs> Uh, so it's yeah. Let's just move on. Uh, Please do. True or false? <laughs> Richmond and Geelong have not versed each other in a grand final since 1931. That's how's that grand finals of the modern modern era? It was obviously written that just before the 2020. Just yeah, just before the 2020. Well, I realise that, but like, don't you tell me you're testing me on my knowledge of the modern era grand finals and then ask me about all the way back to 1931. Come yeah, on. There's a point of order. Come on. Good point of order there. Thanks, Dale. Um, true. Whatever. It's true. In what year did Port Adelaide win their maiden premiership? Woo! 2004. 2004. On the day of my ninth birthday party. Yes. 17 years ago. Was that the um, when you went to that movie? No, that was 2003. Was it? That was Finding Nemo. Oh, what a flick. Great flick. No, 2004, we were just in the backyard at Malbury Street. And I abandoned the guests to watch in the front room. And I ran around with the flag. Yes. Was it the same flag that's in our room now? I don't know. Could be. Could well be. Uh, this this was been mentioned already twice uh, today. In what year was there a drawn grand final? 2010, Two. which was uh, not to make it all about me once again, but also your birthday. Also my birthday party. Yeah. Um, in well, that would have been my 15th birthday. And a great mistake. Huge mistake. Huge mistake. Rose yeah. is the only. We've talked about this so many times on the pod, but and also just. To this won't interest the listeners at all, but it was we got our new TV that day. It was very exciting, and we just bought another TV to watch this year's Grand Final. So I'm happy to draw. Oh, synchronicity. The stage is set. Oh. Uh, congratulations on answering that question correctly. Uh, Thanks. How many goals <laughs> did Jared Ruffhead kick in the 2014 Grand Final? So that three, was against three, six, four, or five. That was against. That's West crazy that the list isn't three, four, five, or six. Oh. Give me the options again of Jared Ruffhead's goals. It was three, six, four, or five. Uh, five. <laughs> it was five. Three, six, four, or five. That is crazy. Yeah. Then it's not going for five, six. Yeah. They're trying to throw you off the scent. Five. Cool. Happy with that guess. Uh, yeah, no. Pretty good guess. True or false? Still side bottom won the 2010 Norm Smith. Uh, so false. <laughs> so uh, obviously false. So obviously false. That's, that's correct. And bonus point for who did win it. Scott Penderbury. And bonus point for how they pronounced their name. Empleberry. Scott. Scott Empleberry. <laughs> Are you serious? 
Yeah. How could that be? I don't know. The guy seemed like drunk or nervous. Maybe he was yeah. just on the adrenaline. It's he like the, really the uh, Australian Iden incident yeah. of 2003 when James... Scott Emery. Matheson. <laughs> James Matheson. Winner. Australian Iden. The, the winner. Yeah. yeah. Iconic Inaugural moments. Australian Iden season. Yeah. Uh, next uh, question. Just a slight aside. Um, did they have a Norm Smith for the drawn one? And if so, did Nanny Hayes win it? Yes and yes. Wow. You should be riding the quizzes, Russ. Maybe I should. Wouldn't have any of this 2020 nonsense. <laughs> uh, Except it would all be about 2010 and it would all be well, about the, Well, if I could have researched it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. That's fair. Also, That's it's fair. a premiership quiz and we've been in the most premiership game, so what can I say? Mm. How many have you won the most then? That would make sense, wouldn't it? If you'd been in the most no, games. We use them. <laughs> it's the colleague Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. There's a name and everything. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's a shame, yeah. That's yeah. a question you can ask of Port this year. Has it been a successful year as Ollie Wine said at the Brownlow last night? He said they were disappointed. What do you think yeah. happened yeah. at the prelim? Oh, I don't know. Let's not I think the week off it. really didn't help. I think also betting Geelong gave them probably a false sense of how good they were. Cause I don't think that's it. Because Kenny's not the type to let them get carried away with like mentalities no, like that. Subconsciously, you think, you know, we beat Geelong by six goals. We smashed them. I just yeah. think they just weren't as good as the Bulldogs and they weren't, they just got spooked. Oh God, I don't want to talk about it. I feel yeah. like I'm back there. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> just to bring us more happy memories, uh, how oh, much cool. did Geelong Ten, beat yes, Port Adelaide yep. by in the 2007 119 draft? points. Move on. Yes. Uh, how many Norm Smith medals has Luke Hodge won? Two. Two. How many goals did Jason Ackermanis kick in the 2003 grand final against Collingwood? Dun, dun. That's, uh, uh, six, four, three, or five. Six. <laughs> it's five. How many <laughs> points did the Western Bulldogs defeat Sydney by in the 2016 grand final? 2016? Mm. Yep. Western, oh, Western Bulldogs. I thought you said West Coast Seagulls. Nine, I was like, Han, that's not 2016. 19, 28, 22, or 31? Read them out again. I think it's 22. Mm, I was going to guess 22 or 28. It is 22. Okay. That was such a good day. Mm. Yeah, because it's like, that's not really a close margin, but it yeah. was a close game the whole day. And it was like, like just as the... long as it was close until three quarters time. And Tom Boyd, happy. you know, his sort of last half was a good story, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, after yeah. Mm. I mostly remember like the bob, the bob of it all. That's my main memory Which of twenty sixteen. Which was a bit of a shame away because it was, you know. No, but in a way that it was like in a, in an uplifting way, mm. like an emotional way. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was like it was like good enough that you're engaged throughout, but in the last quarter you can just relax and enjoy it. Which is what I'm hoping for this weekend. Uh, the next question is, when was the last All Victorian Grand Final? And I don't want Rose to chime in because I told her the answer uh, just before when I was. Preparing. Well, I'm sure we can figure it out easily. 2020 was Richmond Geelong. Oh uh, yeah, but this was written as we. <laughs> 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 and also, in this, they don't count Geelong as a Melbourne team. How do you know? Because I know the answer. Well, it says Victorian. Oh, Victorian. No. Sorry. Uh, okay, so then 2019 was Richmond, 2018 was West Coast, 2017 was Richmond, Crows, oh true, Fringe, <laughs> uh, Sydney was in 2016, 2015 was, 2014 was Sydney, 2012, 2012 was Sydney 1, 2011 Hawthorne Geelong. Uh, 2011 uh, Geelong, Collingwood. Oh, Cringe. Yeah. I got the year right. Though. Yeah, you got the year right. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the correct answer
Yeah, it's certainly the correct answer. Cool. Uh, how many premierships have non-Victorian clubs won since 1990? 12, 10, 8 or 15? Uh, so... West Coast won in 92? 94. And 94. And hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Calm down. Calm down. That's that. Oh, he's got two. Stop it. Stop it. I need to go chronologically near, otherwise it's stressful. So 92, 94, 97, 98, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. So, uh, 12? 12. 12. Uh, I think there's only a couple left. In let's, 20... let's, let's pick up the pace on this, I reckon. Yeah, I'm trying, you know. Sorry. In 2016, which three players booted three goals for the Western Bulldogs? No idea. Well, it's multiple choice. Tom Boyd. Tom Boyd's one of them. Jake Stringer. Uh, Picken. Nope. Picken. Oh, what happened to him? Wasn't he really sick? Concussion. Yeah. Concussion retirement. Yeah. I hope he's okay. What's mm. he doing these days? Shout out to Picken. Take real care, man. mate. Yeah. You're a real man. <laughs> uh, You're a life man. The Hall of Famer and the real man. <laughs> the other one has the same surname as a port player, but just different spelling. Now kick Dixon. Forward. Dixon. Oh, Troy, oh, Troy, Troy Dixon. Yeah. Did you come from Richmond? Dead R. Dixon. I don't know. Did you go to Richmond? Um, no, I don't think he left the dogs. Since 1979, how many players have won a Norm Smith you? medal in a losing team? Nathan Buckley. Nathan Buckley. Since when? 1979. Again, not Stop the modern. Back. Not the modern. I was. Well, I was probably far two from then. It's right. modern to me. Oh, I'll, I'll. Well, Dad, you're 58. Yeah. I mean, you know. JL. JL. <laughs> I don't know. There's three. There's only two in history. Three. Okay, so two. Four. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My life's a lie. I felt so selfish. And then last question. Going forward with that. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't want to volunteer the, the specific. <laughs> Single digit as well. You'd be like, oh, there's about five, unless you're really sure. Like, one of two, Nathan Buckley. You've based your whole life on that. Yeah. Uh, Last question is, Ray Chamberlain, true or false, Ray Chamberlain has only umpired three grand finals. I don't care. True. False. Uh, And I'm not going to tally the answers up for you and what you got correct. Because I just don't want to. Well, then what's the point? How are you going to compare? I'll do it. I'll do it in the next, next break. In the next break. Which is now. Which is now. <laughs> um, roaming JL, have you got any, you know, roaming observations you're caring to share with us? Um, I should have some roaming observations, but whether, let me think. Um, a question for you, Rose. Okay. Where do you stand on the whole black and white Port Adelaide debate as a staunch Collingwood advocate? Um, I think that Collingwood colours aside, when you're elected to join the AFL, you can't just go and take another team's colours. That's fair enough. But what about if they play their home showdown against the Crows, like once a year? Yeah, I don't really care about that. But I think it's kind of like turned into a bit of, it's not, mm. you know, I feel like a lot of supporters, it's no longer that's the goal for them. The goal is to be black and white all the time. See, take down. See, I don't know if I agree that. I think the, the like, David Koch wants that and like the management want that. But I think the supporters are like, bring back the lightning bolt. Like, I don't know any port supporters that are like, yeah, those black, those prison bars, like they look so much cooler. It's like, they don't. No offense, Collingwood. Well, ours is different anyway. So I know, but like, just theoretically, it's way cooler to have like a massive teal lightning bolt. It's like that's bloody legendary. I think the teal's cool. It's unique. That's what I'm agreeing. Made, I completely agree. So do you like the early two thousand strip? Hundo, Hundo P. Yeah. 
What about the one that the rugby one? Don't you like that? The rugby one? You know, the black with the, the V, you know, they wear most of the time. So it's a standard strip now. Isn't it, it is, yeah, no, I don't like it. Really? I like what? it, but I hate you the grey like base one. Yeah, the grey base one is horrible. Is no, I just think. No, this is a standard black one with the. It's that no. I want to bring back the I lightning bolt because the this way Guernsey would be sick if they did it as a teal base. Yeah. With a. But also, um, I think Port is, is trying to pretend that it's not what it is, which is they're like the theatre kids of the AFL. It's like they're so camp and like they do all these crazy like fireworks every time. Like have you seen you know, the someone West leaves Coast their Eagles seat. entry through the giant inflatable eagle? But yeah, the inflatable eagle. But I guess it, it's similar. I'm making a similar point, which is like the e- and then they've got the, like the big eagle. You well, know, it's so like the Subiaco Frio used to have like giant inflatable anchors that went over the. I think whole they still do. But what I'm saying is, it's like that stuff's fun. That stuff's fun in Port. Like you know, Port's got their three different songs that they play when they you know. So I'm like, just lean into the fact that you're like love a gimmick and don't try and have like a boring, serious. Guernsey. So, um, Statman and I are lucky enough to be going to the grand final. You know, fingers crossed, no COVID borders um, get in our way. But we we're talking about the. Um, we're both very excited by the entertainment lineup. What do we got? We've got Eskimo Joe, Legends, Birds of Tokyo, who I hate, but it's it's fine because whatever. I like Ian Kenny. They're Australian and reasonably contempo. Well, I mean. Sort of. But I was saying, because remember when Phil Walsh died, Lanterns was like the song. Mm-hmm. And I remember at the time being like, God, I hate this song. And everyone was like, how can you say that like a man's died? But it was like, that I just song, hate the song. Yeah, that God, I hate this song. And now I'm glad Phil Walsh is dead. <laughs> <laughs> and then Stella John Lee, who we love. And then Baker Boy, who's pretty cool. Anyway, so if you if you could have your dream. Good range. Good range, exactly. So yeah, it's Real crowd range. pleasing. But also confusing that there's four of them. Because we've tried to, are they, there's gonna be like two before, one halftime, one after, It'll or be something. Like two songs each, or yeah, about? I don't know. Anyway, well, but the night one last time they just kind of had a concert before the grand final, before, and this one's so not at halftime. But it's a weird. I don't know if they do. It's like five thirty the first time. Isn't it? It's five fifteen. Yeah, but I was thinking because yes. I was remembering in twenty seventeen when Jack Revolt was on stage with the Killers, and that was after the game. So I'm thinking they'll probably do a similar. Mm. Thing. But my question was going to be, if you could have your dream, just one, one's, you know, one's sufficient. If you could have your dream grand final performer, who would it be? Ooh. It's, well, it has to be Australian, I think. Because, you know, well, yeah, no, fair enough. <laughs> well, like, what, I, what I really didn't like, you know, was, you know, Ed Sheeran playing and stuff like that. Like, who, I think it's more... It's a good get, though. I think it's more of the fact when it's not Australian, I'm like, this feels a bit awkward because it's like, you don't know what this is about. Whereas, like, if it's an Australian, they're like, we're playing the grand final! Yeah. But if it's, like, Ed Sheeran's like, this is weird. You can, like, trust that the performer understands the significance of yes. what's happening for yeah. both parties involved. Yeah. Um, I think, not as a headliner, but I would like to see that band, Picket Palace, that did the, like... McDonald's people body kick and put Oh, it'd just be fun to have someone actually singing about the game. That would be sick. Like, that the one was talking about Tip, tip Woody. That's what Rose was just singing. Yeah, yeah, that song. one. And they also did like <laughs> Madonna and Woody play footy. Oh. Right. So um, that would be like, yeah. And they have a song that just goes, Holding the ball! <laughs> <laughs> it's like the whole. <laughs> Two That'd be hell fun. I like that answer. Um, But who would well, one of the big one? I don't know. I feel like it's got to be something off the Triple M. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah. Catalog. I, I, I remember watching an NRL grand final one year. This was like ages ago. And because they have them at night, like the grand final entertainment was like 
like it just looks so much better like mm. just with all the lights and everything like i feel like mm. we're, we're probably not going to get that in perth either mm. this year what? but they had like they no, had like cultures it yeah it would be dark by half time is there people playing at half time there always is. Oh, and the, the famous Optus Stadium light, of course. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I never remember. They that. always play at half time, don't they? I don't know. It's I don't like think so. Grand final sprint. I don't know if they have that this year. Oh, because they won't have someone from every club. Yeah. I saw a game, a Frio game this year that Mr. Tame Impala had oh, written yeah. Oh, yeah. a song He's and designed the, the light. The song so is maybe so he'll shit, be on though. the board. Have you heard it? Uh, no, sorry, to, sorry to. To Kevin Parker. Are both of Tokyo going to the grandfather? Well, yeah, they're playing. Oh, they are? Yeah. Sorry, I was on my phone. My apologies. Uh-huh. Um, very unprofessional of me. We've got guests. So. I know. My <laughs> mum was, my grandparents were selling their house and my mum was texting to see if I wanted some enamel teaspoons, which I immediately replied, yes. Because firstly, we always run out of teaspoons. We do, we, we really do. Yeah. And like secondly, five. I have a soft spot for the little teaspoons that have the pictures on mm. the enamel. That's cool. It's just like a nice, no. no, and they're just they're nice to hold. Yeah, they are. I hate our teaspoons. There's like the awkward. And there's one. such a discrepancy in the sizes between oh, the two varieties we have. Yeah. So it's like, how much sugar do I put in this coffee? <laughs> I don't know. Every day's a gamble. Um, so true. But um, do you think Rose of Tokyo will play the West Coast song? Because it feels inappropriate, oh, but appropriate what at the same time. Nah, nah, they that's so inappropriate. They currently are the voice of the are West they? Coast song they sing that it. plays at the end of every game. No, they won't play. The West Coast aren't in the grand final. Yeah. It would be crazy if they just started playing the West Coast song. <laughs> it would be crazy. <laughs> yeah, that team's not in the grand final. I remember West Coast win and that starts playing. So, want to live. It's like, it's not a club song. Yeah, it sucks. It's so poppy. Speaking of, yeah. um, RIP to Cat Empire. Very sad. Cat Empire would be great. Why have to Cat Empire? Well, Aww. no, it's, it's not entirely true. The original well, form, form, band has split, but... Some of them are continuing. Well, it's only two of them. And it's not Harry... The reason I brought this up is because Harry James Angus, who wrote the GWS song, which is the best song, Mm. he has left the band. And for me, he's such... Like, you can't... You can't take Harry James Angus out of Cat Empire and still call it Cat Empire. Well, I think Felix Riebel, who's taking his creative advice from your uncle, he's probably given a bum steer here, I think. Mm. No, I love Felix. I love Felix. My Tumblr was felixriebelfanclub.tumblr.com. Really? Yeah. Still active? Yeah, I mean, I don't post on it, but you can go on it. But anyway, um, my point being that <laughs> it's, I don't know, Cat Empire would have been great. Cat Empire would have been fantastic. Yep. Well, uh, I'm thinking Gil McLaughlin would have heard of Cat Empire. He's not that sort of dude, I would have thought. But he would pretend that he had mm. and like mm. scramble. So started... Mr. Empire, pleased to meet you. <laughs> Which one are you just called Cat? You know, it's... <laughs> I think they've started delegating the authority from the uh, CEO ever since Meat Loaf was booked in 2011. Mm. Do you remember when Andrew, Andrew Dimitrio said, oh, Mr. <laughs> he did say, oh, Mr. Loaf, please, Dimitri. <laughs> the pre, That's the, silly. At the pre-promotional you know, oh. shoot. Who's I don't it? remember that. I don't remember watching that performance live. I just maybe remember I everyone shit-talking it. I still, oh, maybe I remember watching it, but I didn't realise it was like that bad. You can it's YouTube it. It's, it's <laughs> the significance Fight of or flight kicked in. Yeah. <laughs> So it's who's really your, who's your anyway. two answers? Uh, I think, yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah, Cat Empire would be great. I think Tammy Parlour would be pretty cool. I was a bit disappointed that they didn't play this year. Yeah, WA. Yeah. They're but a bit think, like synthy, though. Like, I, I think, feel like I want a bit more rock and roll I think it's purely energy. because they're touring uh, internationally. But Well, that would make sense. Yeah. yeah. 
um, dad, um, jail. Uh, well, I'd probably go to my area. There's a great Adelaide band called The Toss that write a lot of football-based songs. Their latest album is called Full Support of the Board. Mm, that's a good name. They're actually uh, good Westies supporters too. So Cool. Men after your own heart. We've got another quiz in us, Statman? Yeah, we do. Um, Let me... I was... It was sort of between two, but I think what I'm going to give you, uh, J.O., is is the AFL throwback quiz. Right. Is that to VFL? It was ageist. It's not not that throwback. It's like 80s and 90s. Um, Sorry, I'm just going to interrupt you, Des, because we've had a huge question that we absolutely (laughs) need to answer. Rose, do you care to repeat yourself? Who in the group thinks that Cosy Pickett will will he bring back the curl this week, or will he keep will he whip out the GHD grand final morning? Just for those of you who are unclear, what that is in reference to? Is that um, something with hair? Yes, it is something to do with hair. Very very astute, Jail. (laughs) Cosy straightened his hair for the prelim. Um, so we were like, maybe he's a big ga- on the big game. He, you know, wants to do his hair. But I think, I think grand final, he'll go curls. Okay. Yeah. I hope he does. Yeah. I can well, see. He the... better be working hard enough that the moisture's back in his hair and goes true. curly out of the way. So true. The ultimate barometer. So true. Mm. They should straighten that instead of like not letting players wear long sleeves so that they run around to get warm. Straighten every player's hair. <laughs> have to be curly by the end. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. It's like Joe Danaher. He starts his starts every game like with really wet hair. By the end, it's like completely dry. It's still wet though. No, it's not. I I think you're fine. I don't think it is though. <laughs> okay. Uh, right, let's do this quiz. So yeah, throwback quiz. Oh, just an update by the way. Eighty percent is what you got. I mean, we helped you out on a lot of. You questions. did actually. That's sorry. No, you did not. I think we did. I think no, with I think the Dixon. Anyway, I think it was actually. I think the Dixon one, and you know. Um, well, you didn't give me a chance. You just jumped. You just wanted to jump in with your own hint. Uh, I believe you said, "I have no idea." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's but, irrelevant. But the winner. We helped Rose, and you didn't complain. The winner yeah, doesn't really get hell. anything. So. Well, wow. Boom. Whatever. Last anyway, time we had guests. My money. Last time we had guests on the pod, honestly. Yeah. Well. <laughs> uh, AFL throwback quiz. JL. Uh, starting with. Uh, how many games did Fitzroy win in their last season in 1996? 5, 2, 1 or 3? I reckon they might have won 1. They did win 1. I reckon it was against Adelaide, which was very, very funny. That's like when um, Port lost, were the first team to lose to Gold Coast. Mm. Which was a game that we went to. We were at that game together at Amy Stadium and my brother was crying. Shout out to Ned. Yeah. Uh, RIP. RIP Justin Westhoff's career, yeah. which died Does following that. Love that guy. <laughs> 220 games later. <laughs> Who played the most games in the 1990s with t- 221? Was it Craig Bradley, John Blakey, Jim Steins, or Robert Harvey? Jim Steins held the record for the most games in a row. It was like 180 or something unbroken, so I might go with him. I was going to say Robert Harvey. No, you're both incorrect. It's John Blakey. Who the fuck is that? Never heard of him. He played Keith Dad, but I don't actually know what his deal was. He's also got the record for most games played without people knowing him. He was like a little (laughs) journeyman sort of player. He played like for North Melbourne and maybe Brisbane and Sydney or something. Right. 100 games for each. Yeah, they haven't included that detail here, unfortunately. Mm. Right. Um, The next question is... (laughs) 
Which club did Essendon defeat in round 10, 2001, after a record 69-point comeback? Is it the Kangaroos, the Bulldogs, the Blues, or the Lions? I reckon it was the Kangaroos. It was the Kangaroos. Which player famously leaked that Lions player Nigel Lappin was playing with a rib injury in the lead-up to the 2003 Grand Final? Jason Ackermanis. Jason Acker. That was beginning of the end for his... Definitely tell his dad. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys uh, heard much about Akacoin? The, uh, the cryptocurrency that Jason Ackermanis has, has launched? And he's really, I don't know too much about it. I can't really elaborate. I don't know. Him. That, he, he didn't appear to be a great bloke on the football field, and that's an example. In his, once he retired from football, he played golf, and he was thrown out of about three golf clubs for cheating. Oh, really? How do you cheat at golf? Well, you just move the ball. You say you've got a four, and you've actually got a... Right. What's the point? I think he's proven himself to be it's not a bit of nice shit bloke. Yeah. Well, he went on the frog bar like quite recently as well, and sort of was very. They interviewed him because they interviewed past players to try and go over like the. It's actually pretty good. Why do that? Yeah, yeah, I really yeah. like it. But um, old Ackermanis sort of was like proudly talking about how he got fired from a radio station that was an Aboriginal Indigenous radio station, and he called the monkeys and like mm. all this stuff and everyone was just like oh like why are you telling this story like you know that's like yeah. a gotcha joke <laughs> yeah. like why are you cancelling yourself with the yeah well if there's one thing Jason Ackermanis proves cancel culture is fake yeah. cool <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who was retroactively awarded the first Anzac Day medal for his performance in the first Anzac Day game in 1995? Um, was it Nathan Buckley, James Hurd, Michael Long, or Sav Rocker? I reckon Sav Rocker gets about nine goals in the draw, so I'm going to go with him. It was Sav Rocker, big Sav. Woo. Woo. <laughs> Which of these yeah, players... Sav Rocker became a like, gridiron player. NFL, yeah. yeah. Random. Because <laughs> I never thought of it as like a career for after football. Mm. There's the other thing about the front bar they had, I think it was last year, they had this segment on which they replayed from about the early 90s where the Rocker Brothers were showing how to touch a sandwich. Showing what? Showing how they prepared, prepared yeah. for football and they like made a toasted cheese sandwich <laughs> and, said, and now you put it in the thing Aww. and you get it out, make sure it's not too hot or you burn your tongue and they've just yeah. replaced <laughs> I've seen that, it's a, it's a great watch. Yeah. Um, so it starts off with like, now the first thing you've got to do is make sure your PowerPoint's on. <laughs> <laughs> that is the first thing you've got to do. And I think uh, Anthony did say, and you've got to make sure you take the plastic off the cheese before you put it in the... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think... Are we running late for dinner, by the way? Yeah, we're running pretty late, but okay. we're just going to have to power through. Power through. Let's power through these last few. Which of these players has been named All-Australian eight times? Patrick Dangerfield, Wayne Carey, Chris Judd or Mark Rusciuto? And let's just keep in mind that uh, this is an old quiz. Rusciuto is one, I think. Rusciuto is, is uh, yes, the correct answer. Was oh, that the only one? What about Whoa. Dangerfield? A record right eight times. So I think Paddy Dangerfield was All-Australian after this quiz was probably written. Exactly, that's why I made that point. Uh, who was the last EJ Witten medal winner uh, for the best player for Victoria in 1999? Was it Gavin Brown, Brent Harvey, Chris Grant or Jeff White? I reckon it was Harvey. It was Harvey. Woo! And he was only like 20 at the time. Yeah, okay. 
It was crazy watching. Um, Four hundred. What were we watching? Six months later. What were we watching when they showed? It was brown, some brown loaf footage we were watching like less than eight hours ago, and it had Paddy Dangerfield getting a vote, and it was like two thousand and. I mean, his vote. It was it's Joe Watson winning. Joe Watson. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah, twenty twelve. I was like, it's crazy that like, I can't even remember why I brought that up. But he just looked really young. <laughs> it's crazy that Joe Watson's. A- Drug cheap bad though. Oh, turned oh. New York barista, turned commentator. <laughs> I mean, yeah. cra- it is crazy. It is crazy. What do you think was a crazier post Essendon drug saga job? Was it James Heard studying business in Paris? So James Heard as a <laughs> James Heard as a Parisian student. Or, it kind of seems like they all just had better lives. Yeah. Or Jay Watson, <laughs> Joe Watson as a barista in New York. Which would you prefer? Uh, I feel like you'd be James Heard in Paris. What about, I what about do... Bomber Thompson's post-Essendon job? Sorry, what's oh, that? it's a meth dealer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, last couple. So, which player was famously suspended for five matches after starting a brawl against Ireland in the 2005 International Rules Series? So, Adam Goods, Barry Hall, Chris Johnson or Campbell Brown? Campbell Brown, surely. It's Chris Johnson. Who the hell is Chris Johnson? He was part of the Brisbane, you mm. know, that. The three peak. John O'Brown's great mate. <laughs> John O'Brown. Who <laughs> How many times a day do you think Jonathan Brown just says his own name? Because whenever anyone <laughs> imitates Jonathan Brown, they always say John O'Brown. <laughs> John O'Brown. Anyway, who was the last player to kick 100 goals in a season? In 2008. Easy. Lance Buddy Franklin. Mm-hmm. Which player was the first, and this was the last question, last question for the pod, see you 2021. Okay, you're not in charge. <laughs> <laughs> Which player was the first to poll the maximum 45 votes for the NAB Rising Star Award in 2004? Was it Sam Mitchell, Adam Cooney, Jared Rivers or Dane Swan? Uh, was it Sam Mitchell? It was Jared Rivers. Who the fuck is that? Just goes to show, doesn't it, that being a rising star means absolutely nothing about your longevity. So Mm. like um, Nick Nui came second to some guy who no one's ever heard of. Mm. Um, Wow. No, Dan Swan famously had a slow start in his football career, then beat up bouncers, and then became a cop. And then was like, I need to be a good footballer now because suddenly my life is in the balance. Who's the guy that you know? Someone Taylor from Brisbane that won. When Yvonne should have won. Rising Star, yeah, it was eight years ago. Remember that guy? Uh, no, I don't It remember. rings a faint bell. Yeah. He's like to list it two years later and Yvonne's standing with the greatest players <laughs> history games. Well, you know, I guess uh, we're all doing our best with the information that we have in the present moment, guys. And that's what we've got to remember. Well said. Thanks. Anyway, so any, any final words? You know, it's the it's the grand final preview. We're on hope you know, it's we're on the eve of greatness, on the eve of glory. Well the two of you, what what are your grand final day plans? What's the story? What's the package? What are you doing? So the plan is just like rock up. Oh, so you don't ever stay in a special hotel or anything? No, no. Okay. No. We're staying That's in a good. um like a studio in Fremantle. Ooh, la di da. Indeed. <laughs> anyway. What is your what's everyone else's grand final day plans? Well, I'm gonna be doing what you're doing. Oh yeah, I knew that. I was more asking Romy, J O and Rose. You know, I haven't thought about it since you made an event to host it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Days later. Fair enough.
Jail? Um, yeah, no, no one did at the stage, but um, yeah, I might watch this. I haven't watched Game of Thrones for a couple of years. What about the new telly? I feel like you know, there needs to be to be a better um, like pub TV screen. There needs to be more the Venn diagram between pubs you like and pubs that have screens big enough to watch the grand final needs to be more yeah. of a crossover. But because I'm thinking or finals. Get a projector. Yeah. Woo. Good idea. Great bit. See, you should be studying business in Paris with James Bond. <laughs> good ideas like that. Yeah. I, oh, the 2017 Grand Finals is the only Grand Final I've ever watched in a pub. And that was when Crows were in it, as you pointed out. And I was at the Kent Town, which has that, for those who are listening, who've never been to the Kent Town, it's like this bizarre, like upstairs, they've, they've decked it out as like a fake jungle. And there's a slide going from the upstairs level to the downstairs level. What? Yeah, it's crazy. Wasn't That's like a sick. golf thing on stage? Is that why they did that? It's just, they just, there's just weird shit going on. Um, there's a slide that like adults can go on. It's That's how you get from the top floor to the bottom floor, is you, by this giant slide. You're joking. No, I'm not. Would I make that up? But they also have like a jungle environment, so it was just very... It was, it was a chaotic place, and then obviously it was full of Crow supporters who were losing in the grand final. Yeah, um, that sucks. Well, imagine what that's like. It was, a, it, was, it was an energy in a room like I've never... Just because of the fact of the combination of location plus events equals fire. Anyway, um, Rose- it'd, be good, it'd be good in emergencies though. Like if you're on the top floor and really like is it, there's a fire. Well, not if there's a not if there's a hundred people there and everyone's run, trying to get smushed down the slide. Trying to tell that to the Chinese because they have slides in their stairs oh. in oh. skyscrapers, and you like go in the like a pin like how you would pin drop into a pool safely, right? And it just goes. <laughs> Well, yeah, because it's like people aren't like riding the slide. You fly off the edge, quite shallow. Well, I was more thinking of like in It's Always Sunny in that episode where they go to the water park and they all get stuck. I was more thinking that might happen. You hope not. Anyway, let's wrap it up because as Jen Stepman points out, we are running late for dinner. Another round of applause. Woo! Go Dees. Go Dees. Thanks for listening to our, you know, 2021 season of Room and Don't Wear Long Sleeves. Yeah. It's been Thank fun. You. Been lots well done, of fun. Guys. Did a good job with the pod this year. Thanks. Thanks. Always good to hear from a fan. Thanks, yep. Statman, for being on board for a few uh, episodes. And, uh, Thanks you know, for having me. It's been great. We'll, we'll be back next year. Bar- Bigger than ever. True. You never know what could happen by the time next year. Mm. You just don't know. Anyway, well, we'll be getting an intern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Watch the uh, social media posts go up to another level when that unpaid <laughs> social media intern comes on board. <laughs> Um, All right, well, you know, take care, everyone. Drive safe on Grand Final Night, and uh, (laughs) see you next year. Bye. Bye. Bye.